the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And today we're going to be talking with team member Keith Rodney about an upcoming webinar. Keith, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Now, Keith, you are on the Telemark team. Well, you're on the team, but you're in the telemark section of the team. <laughs> and your webinar is really going to be talking about Alpine equipment, correct? Uh, it is, yes. Um, with the, uh, the, the whole purpose of the webinar is uh, not really focusing on one specific discipline or another, but we're going to be looking at the most common discipline, which is Alpine. And just kind of a... Uh, a look into how we select equipment for ourselves, which will then help us get a better look at how to help our students uh, select their equipment into the future. Well, so this sounds like you're not going to necessarily be talking about, oh, this is the best pair of boots I should buy. You're really talking about maybe more of a mindset we need to have when we're analyzing what we need in regards to equipment. Yeah, I mean, what's really nice, the thing we're going to be looking at is not which, as you were saying, not which piece of equipment, but kind of the general gist of, okay, if I'm climbing uphill and skiing down, I might look at this type of equipment, or uh, maybe this type of binding is going to be effective for us to be useful for the terrain we like the most. And so it's kind of more of a broad overview. Um, and one of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at a bunch of different brands um, that have highlighted different gear for the year so we can figure out uh, how to guide us through the process. Okay, now I love this topic because, and, and I don't want this to come out sounding wrong, but um, this sounds like something you've really put some thought into. And I mean, you know, the new magazine can come out with all of the new equipment and you get so psyched about uh, a lot of the gear that's out there. But how are you able to step back and really analyze and decide, you know, this is a beautiful looking ski or boot or snowboard, but what I really need to be looking at is this and this. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the fun part is, you know, the, the benefit of being a team member, We uh, over the years we've all put a lot of effort into making sure our equipment works uh, just right for the way we like to explore the mountain. And I'm, I want to try to bring some of that to the membership uh, because, you know, you watch instructors and they're uh, always being asked, hey, what equipment would be better for me? What equipment would be good for me? And kind of taking that to the idea of, you know, it's, it's hard to know what the guest needs if you're not quite sure where the different aspects of equipment lie. So kind of looking at it from a personal standpoint first to help uh, then in the long run be able to guide the guest into at least giving them some tools to be able to figure out what they want. And, you know, it, it makes me think because companies want to have us on their equipment. Um, I still can remember my first ski lesson back in 1976. And, you know, I really wanted to have heart skis that were black with yellow lettering on them because Bobby Gale had those skis on his feet and he had yellow laying boots. <laughs> yes, uh, mine were the 
seven S's that Alberto Tomba skied on. Um, And the problem was, well, I couldn't stop yet. And the equipment he liked to ski on was a little over my head, but I had no idea. (laughs) But it's fun. Those are great examples of how um, equipment choices uh, are driven. And... What's really cool is all the ski companies really do a a really lovely job at trying to make their equipment really attractive and to try to encourage people. Uh, What's even better than them making them decoratively nice, there's a wide assortment of choices, uh, you know, many different lines of skis that are good or specialized for an environment or at least overlapping in multiple environments. And that's kind of what we're going to be looking at is, you know, okay, so if you like this particular brand, you know, how do I figure out how to select the ideal choice for the environment I like to ski or uh, slide on? And again, a little esoteric in this question, but I mean, you can get really um, loyal to a brand and for good reason, but maybe there is something better out there. Is that something that we need to be aware of, take into account? Uh, Is that really even important? Um, I personally am uh, very much driven by brand loyalty, uh, but that's kind of something that's hard written, hard wired into myself. And, but, you know, one of the things I make sure of, this is where my telemark background comes in, is just because I am, for those who've met me, I like to carve. uh, And I like to carve a lot. And, you know, for me, the brand that I work with is Rosignol. But it just, you know, I want to make sure that when I'm giving advice to other uh, instructors that I'm not just focusing on my brand alone because they might have a brand loyalty other than the one I like. And I want to make sure I'm able to guide them to the choice that uh, fits the environment they want to slide on, but also the brand they like. Um, so I spend, you know, I spent a couple days at those, uh, beyond snow ski shows, not just, uh, knowing what I work with, but also what the other brands are doing, um, all the way down from, you know, people might pick on me a little bit. I like to know what's happening in the rental world all the way up to the most advanced skis on the market. Just the more information I have, the, the better choices I can uh, give for myself and for my guests. Now, Keith, Rosignol. Those Alberto Tomba skis really made an impression on you. Yeah, they did. They did a pretty good job. But it's um, um, it's, it's more than that. It's uh, you know, you know, as you uh, as you get involved with different sponsors and as you get involved with different people. Um, yes, the decorations on the ski have an impact, but the people you meet have a huge impact um whether it be the representatives that share the gear with the shops or the shop employees themselves oh that's a great point did not even think of that but i mean that is really a very good point thank you keith you're very welcome um so yeah it's you know you know as we kind of dive into the world of how to start selecting skis um uh, well, skis, boots, but uh, uh, the idea is just 
looking at a wide uh, a wide range of classification to help figure out okay you know if I'm going to go in the backcountry and it's going to be mellow rolling hills I'm going to go down one route as opposed to if I'm going to go deep powder skiing you know you know, I may need to, I may to make, I may, excuse me. I may need to select different choices, so I have the best equipment for the uh, snow conditions I like. Now, Keith, I want to touch on something we talked about right at the beginning. I mean, you are talking about alpine equipment here, but I mean, this sounds like the way you're addressing it. If I'm looking for a new snowboard, new snowboard boots, new tele skis, uh, anything here, that this would actually be very helpful. Yeah, and that, that's my point. Is although I'm, uh, I'm going to be focusing primarily on the alpine side, these choices can lead us down the road on any equipment. Because um, the nice thing is whether you ski, snowboard, telemark, cross-country, uh, or a mix of any of that, what, this, what the equipment does on the snow is... I'm going to be, I'll, yell, I'll get yelled at later. Uh, uh, very similar. You know, the physics of how we move through the uh, conditions are similar. And so, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to be looking at what's inside the equipment. I'm going to be looking at, you know, uh, what does the equipment, the, you know, the shape of the equipment, both from side cut to uh, camber. And just kind of how do you look through those things and, you know, uh, can give uh, uh, a basic terminology so we can figure out when I go into the store, you know, one brand might call it rocker, another one might call it early, early rise. And how do you tell the difference between the two and start looking at, you know, if I can grab a ski, pick it up, do I have a rough idea of what kind of condition it likes just by looking at it? One of the things I really like about the idea of selecting equipment is what we can do for the guests with that. And, you know, if, if you look at it, the guests are always looking for the latest and greatest equipment. But latest and greatest for a Gaelic may not be the best choice for our guest. And that's kind of the, the area I'm going to uh, kind of the third half of the uh, webinar, we're actually going to be looking at that. Oh, nice. And yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like one of the big ones is for a long time, I spent a fair amount of time in uh, World Cup boots myself. And, you know, I, I'm not on snow standing at the top of a race course for just a few minutes. Uh, you know, prepping and then racing and taking the boots off. You know, as an instructor, I'm on snow four, six, eight hours a day. And, you know, so the choices, the environment that I'm skiing in has an impact on what I'm going to want to wear. So, you know, I want equipment that gives me the performance I want, but I also want equipment that's going to not beat me up for uh, <laughs> being out there for too long. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of the road we're going down. So the, the title of the webinar, How to Select Alpine Equipment for You and Your Students. It will be on Tuesday, December 20th from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. 
just in case that is 8 p.m. to 9.30 Eastern time. And the cost uh, for registration is $20. Awesome. So, and registration is open, so we can log on to the snowpros.org, go to education, and one more time, the name of the webinar is? How to Select Alpine Equipment for You and Your Students. All right, led by Keith Rodney, hour and a half. Any educational credit with that? You get a single CEU worth, um, but I would say that as much as the educational credit is nice, you're going to learn a lot. Well, thank you very much. Looking forward to it. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us on First Chair tonight, Keith. Absolutely, George. Thank you very much. Team member Keith Rodney joining us on First Chair from the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. <laughs>